Fortune cookies. You are generous and forthright in your affairs. Indulge your fantasies. Love and romance await. What's your say, Phil? Bad luck and misfortune will infest your pathetic soul for all eternity. Come on, Phil, what's it say? Oh, nothing. Good evening, Gut Buckets. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name's Joey. I'm Andrew. I'm Alex. And it's our 25th episode, another Halloween one. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> last time Alex was here, he was also here for a creepy topic, Vink vs. Sardo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's versed. Uh, um, <laughs> Well, I guess this isn't Halloween technically. Halloween themed. We're gonna be talking about um, the Rocco's Modern Life episode "Fortune Cookie." Right. So f- special for uh, this Friday, October Friday the thirteenth, or uh, yeah, Friday the thirteenth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a particularly creepy day, but this is not a particularly creepy episode. <laughs> uh, but it has to it's do bad with, luck. Yeah, it has to do with bad luck, and uh, you know. What you I think make it's of supposed it. to be an unlucky day, Friday the yeah. 13th, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so what I decided to do is bring some fortune cookies for us. Oh. <laughs> and I just thought we'd find out what uh, what the episode has in store for us. Mine says, you'll be showered with good luck. Hey, hmm. pretty good. All right. Mine says, if you think you can, you can. <laughs> <laughs> and mine says, it is more blessed to give than to receive with two smiley faces. Oh, oh yeah, mine have the smiley face. Yeah, mine's well. oh, darn it. <laughs> All right. Well, it sounds like All we're good in, ones. It sounds like we're in for a good episode. Maybe yeah. we could do a couple more if, if you guys are craving any throughout the episode. Just let me know. Uh, so, as always, we like uh, reading your guys' emails. And Celeste uh, continues her tear uh, through, I, I guess, just sharing her thoughts through yeah. for our episode. So this week she emailed us about uh, her favorite Snick lineup. If she hmm. could make a dream Snick lineup, um, and so. Uh, first, she was saying it's exciting that this year was the 25th anniversary yeah. of SNCC. Um, her lineup would be 8 o'clock Rugrats, um, which I think that's a good starter yeah. if you're going to have a cartoon in there. 8.30 is Family Double Dare. Mm. 9 o'clock, The Mystery Files of Shelby Woo. Wow. And 9.30, you can't do that on television. Wow. And this is absolutely the most unique Unprecedented, list. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's, she notes, she says... Uh, I know that I put uh, at 8.30 and 9.30, the time slots weren't originally in SNCC. Uh, I just wanted there to be some variety in my SNCC lineup. <laughs> um, so she says, we have a cartoon, a game show, a mystery show, and a sketch type show. Hmm. Um, interesting. I, again, I cannot imagine SNCC with no Are You Afraid of the Dark. Well, that's, that's the deal breaker for me. <laughs> um, she also had uh, some close calls. Um, she said her alternate... Uh, her, I'm sorry, her close calls uh, would be 
um, 100 Deeds for Eddie McDowd, which I'm not sure I've ever seen an episode of. Um, The Brothers Garcia, which I know I have not seen an episode of. (laughs) And Clarissa Explains It All, which which I've seen. Um, And she has a Ferguson lineup, so she actually, not just Ferguson, she made a lineup of the worst possible snick. (laughs) Which is kind of a good idea. Uh, 8 o'clock, she says Spongebob Squarepants. And this is is not the first time we've we've heard from Celeste about her hatred for Spongebob. (laughs) Uh, 8.30, all that. Mm-hmm. Nine o'clock, Keenan and Kel, and nine thirty, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh boy! <laughs> she maybe mixed up her list. <laughs> oh Celeste, I we're gonna have to find out more about you. <laughs> you are a mystery woman. Um, so she says. Anyways, those are my dream and Ferguson lineups uh, for Snick. Thanks for taking a look, um, and. Uh, she always signs it, your gut bucket friend, fan, oh. and listener, which is a nice touch. Oh, yeah, very nice. Yeah. Uh, so thanks, Celeste. Yeah, as always. But um, as always, we're going to take a look back at that month in time. Uh, so Rocco's Modern Life Fortune Cookie airs on Sunday, December 17th, 1995. It's season three, episode 8A. It's the first part. Uh, the second part of that episode is something called Dear John. Um, but let's take a look at December of 1995. Uh, so first, the U.S. space probe Galileo begins orbiting Jupiter. Okay. Pretty cool. First meeting of uh, NBA expansion teams, Raptors and Grizzlies. So they were both first-year teams mm-hmm. playing for the first time. <laughs> uh, the Raptors beat the Grizzlies. Uh, a amendment to the Constitution is proposed in December of 1995 to make it illegal to physically desecrate the American flag, um, but it was rejected by the Senate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think protected by free speech. Yeah. yeah. Um, the official adoption of the name Euro uh, went underway in Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, American Flight 965 crashes in Colombia. 159 people die, five survive. Um, cartoonist Bill Waterson ends his comic Calvin and Hobbes. Um, wow, yeah. that was that long ago. Yeah, December 95. Oh. And Bill Waterson, a uh, Cleveland legend, yeah. hiding away somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Princess Diana and Prince Charles divorce. Hmm. Hit the world pretty hard. Uh, and uh, crooner Dean Martin dies. So... Uh, some some events from December. As always, we like to pick uh, pick our movie. If we had to pick one movie, that was number one that month. And this is another really good month. So there are three number one movies. For two weeks, Toy Story. For two weeks, Jumanji. And for one week, Waiting to Exhale. <laughs> <laughs> tough, tough choice. <sighs> well, I think I'd go with Jumanji, personally. Okay. I liked the whole board thing and i was always uh, more into i think the live action than the than the cg movies yeah i don't know okay uh the remaking jumanji yeah i heard uh doesn't look very good (laughs) yeah i mean (laughs) (laughs) when you uh do it so right the first time it's like why why rehash this unless it's gonna be incredible you know Uh, i mean (laughs) i like the rock or Dwayne Johnson, yeah, he's but fine. Uh, not Robin Williams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
And I hope they do bring back David Allen Greer, like somewhere in the forest or something. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. Uh, Dag. Dag. <laughs> uh, uh, that's a 90s uh, gem. Yeah. Uh, pick? I say by far Jumanji. Oh, wow. By far. <laughs> Just, I don't know. The other ones don't even. <laughs> Have you guys seen Waiting to Exhale? Uh, I've not. Maybe I've... like a. You know, twenty years ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, I haven't. Uh, I would, I would go with Toy Story. Uh, I yeah, I thought you might. What's that? I thought you might. Uh, <laughs> I'm a yeah, I'm a sucker for Pixar. I think the there's always like the standard, really depressing like segment of those movies that really <laughs> turns me off about them. I guess like it's a predictable like Formula. I know I'm gonna get pretty depressed right around here. <laughs> I just uh, trying um, to bring you back. <laughs> is yeah. there any Pixar movie you've seen you've liked? Well, I like them in general. It's okay. just not I. They're just not my go-to. You okay. know. All right. I still think you got to give Wally a chance. Yeah, I still haven't watched Wally. That's good. <laughs> uh, seen it. Right. I think that's the one that I th- of knowing what you dislike about Pixar, I can see like there's a formula. I know why you dislike it, but I think Wally, you'd be like, oh, this is pretty cool. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, you should definitely give it that. Yeah, time. but I do think Toy Story, even still being the first, it still kind of holds up against a lot of the rest. Okay. So that would be my pick from that month. Uh, music number one songs in December of 1995. Uh, One Sweet Day by Mariah Carey. <laughs> and then, uh, oh wait, no, no, no. It's One Sweet Day by Mariah Carey all month. But uh, <laughs> but our our old pals, the Boys to Men, are featured on that track. Oh, oh. <laughs> I mean, I don't we've think almost... I know this song. I mean, maybe um, I would know what to hear. I feel it, like I know I the name, but yeah, I don't... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I pop comes right to my right to mind, but, but I we've almost not made it through an epi- episode review without hearing from boys to men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, dominant. And then video games uh, in December of 1995, Final Fight Three comes out. Uh, mm. And any thoughts on that? Yeah, it's fine. It's like another <laughs> one of those beat 'em up games. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Mega Man Three for Super Nintendo comes out. I do like. Uh... Oh, Mega Man 3? Mega Man X3? Maybe, probably. <laughs> <laughs> if You sound pretty sure on this, so I'm going to defer. <laughs> anyway, good good game. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's December of 1995. It's time to talk about Fortune Cookie. Yeah. Um, good uh, good episode all around, I think. Uh, Rock is yeah. Run in Life, though, I, it's always pretty good to me. Yeah. So I, I enjoyed this a lot, I think. Um, so we started off at the fortune cookie factory, uh, with the (laughs) elephant character, um, writing fortune cookies one at a time. I think that in particular always stuck with me and kind of cracked me up. The idea of somebody in a fortune cookie company typing them up one at a time. Yeah. And the setting that it's a giant facility and he's just (laughs) sitting alone at a desk at a typewriter (laughs) with just like fortune cookies surrounding him is a really funny idea. An in and out box. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Just, I imagine him checking in and seeing that that inbox and just being like, oh man. The birds of happiness will, uh, sing songs of goodwill on your doorstep. Mm-hmm. You have
have a natural consideration for others. Oh, your ambition and hard work will pay off soon. Bad luck and extreme misfortune will infest your pathetic soul for all eternity. The future holds great success for you and yours. Um, so immediately after this, we cut to outside Filbert's um, mobile home, yeah. and there's a shark, uh, like game show host, who I tried to catch his name mm -hmm. in this episode, and it just sounds like gibberish. I mean, I listened to it like <laughs> ten times in a row, yeah. So I couldn't figure that out. But um, anyway, he uh, ends up knocking on Filbert's place and telling him that he went. Oh, he's Mr. Lucky. It's five a.m. And we're about to meet our next Mega Spin contestant, a Mr. Filbert Turtle. Let's just knock and see if our lucky sweepstakes winner is home. <laughs> um, pretty uh, weird, kind of weird scene. I mean, Filbert yeah. comes out in that uh, flower suit. Yeah. And there's a bee on it. I'm not sure if yeah. this was supposed to be just like, <laughs> like a... Uh, joke on some kind of um weird, weird yeah we're a different level yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. he seems tired <laughs> yeah yeah uh, he doesn't seem to want it's like guests. almost like it's suggesting something um like an innuendo like yeah, uh yeah, yeah. yeah suggesting something weird's going on inside yeah but it's like <laughs> i can't i can't imagine what it could possibly be or i can't put the joke together if there is a specific one yeah I guess. no i i wasn't able to so, that made no sense to me <laughs> Um, so anyway, Filbert's pretty excited about this, and next we're inside the um, Chinese food place. Yeah, um, with Filbert Heifer and Rocco, like just eating and talking about Filbert being <laughs> the next Mister Lucky. He's signing autographs on yeah. people's heads. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is when they get their fortune cookies, mm -hmm. and Rocco's and Heifer's are like standard f fortune cookie fortunes basically and filbert's is like just awful what do you mean nothing it has to say something no it doesn't let me see it doesn't say anything plus two does not plus two does not hey let go it's mine give me Oof. what's it say it says bad luck and misfortune will infest my pathetic soul for all eternity. There, you happy? Oh, come on now, Filbert. It's only a stupid fortune cookie. You can't take these things seriously. Yeah. So, very good. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Rocco and Heifers, I thought I thought you would hear them read the fortunes that the guy was typing in the factory. But theirs are oh, brand new yeah, and only... Yeah. Rocco's pretty good about that. One of those shows that, like, when they come up with an idea for something like they'll really push it kind of like pete and pete like right. they'll come up with a lot of names for stuff and yeah they won't <laughs> skimp out on that yeah so you guys like... did go back and listen because i was wondering that at the end of the episode when i the last time i watched it but i didn't have time to yes. go back and double check i i double checked it yeah, very good <laughs> <laughs> it may come up in stray observations <laughs> 
So next Filbert is on his way home, and uh, he's just running into, like, one unlucky thing after another, basically. Like, Yeah, cats. Uh, he walks into a store with mirrors, yeah. in which all the mirrors break. Um, uh, stuff flying by. Yeah, like, walking under ladders. Yeah. Uh, just all the un- <laughs> typical unlucky stuff, basically, yeah. Yeah. I think. Um, so at the end of this, he runs into really, really big man, uh, in a pretty great scene, I think. Yeah. Uh, very weird. Disturbing. Yeah. Borderline disturbing. <laughs> um, uh, the, uh, there's a, what, what is it on top of the statue? It's like a pigeon, I think. Yeah. It's yellow for some reason, but. <laughs> and what is he, I couldn't, I couldn't make sense of what he was threatening at first. I thought maybe he was going to jump. I think he's, like, going to poop on the statue. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> okay, that's, that's much funnier than jumping. Uh, <laughs> but either way, really, really big man is trying to talk him down. Yeah, and the whole town's out there, like, like yeah. it's a big deal. Like behind barricades. <laughs> yeah. um, and this is where big man, like, uses his nipples of the future. <laughs> <laughs> Which Brett has mentioned on a previous episode as being maybe one of the more... Um, yeah, just unsettling things to come from Rocco. Yeah, yeah. And I would agree with that. Very weird. Uh, <laughs> so the pigeon, like, gets a, I guess, a vision of him, like, on Broadway or something, <laughs> like, <laughs> being really successful. Yeah. All right, just take it easy, fella. There's no talking me out of the big man. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna drop the big one. Just calm down and think about what you're doing here. Think about what? I'm a pigeon, for corn's sake. I got nothing else to live for. Just gaze into my nipples of the future, and you'll see that you're wrong. (laughs) 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 Streisand tickets, front row. Laundry, a big pile of dirty tube socks. The things that would, uh, the things that would encourage you not to poop on a statue. (laughs) Um, but... Filbert comes by, and his nipples, like, go crazy, and, <laughs> Start, like, whipping around. Yeah. Yeah. and the pigeon just, like, thinks they're tricking him at that point, and he's gonna poop on the statue, I guess. Yeah. That's how it goes. Yeah, there's a great line. I'll just play it here from Really, Really Big Man. Run for your lives! The nipples are out of control! My bigness! <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, just a really weird character... Yeah. Um, it seemed I was noticing that a lot of these shows have kind of superhero characters. I guess I was like going right to Artie, but that these like there's these figures who the town kind of or people idolize, but they're really deranged kind of. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that that he's a superhero, but there's nothing actually very like yeah, appealing yeah. about. Him. <laughs> yeah, I think that's Rocco's like. Thing yeah. In general. Yeah. Um, so more bad luck. Yeah. Yeah. So finally he goes to Rocco, I guess, as the level-headed guy <laughs> to fix the problem. Um, and stuff happens at Rocco's house. Or, yeah, Rocco's house finally falls apart itself uh, <laughs> yeah. from Filbert's bad luck. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, finally they somehow decide to go back to the Chinese uh, restaurant and yeah, Filbert wants to try it again because throughout the whole episode, Filbert is absolutely convinced he is Mister Lucky. Yeah, <laughs> or he's trying to convince himself at least, even as the bad luck. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he keeps walking around repeating it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> should we hear him saying? Sure. Bad luck. 
I'm not bad luck. I'm Mr. Lucky. I'm the luckiest guy in the world. Yeah, it's like a psychological thing. If you, if you say it enough, it's got to be true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the real test would be to go back to that Chinese restaurant and crack open another fortune yeah. cookie. And of course, like <laughs> he thinks it's all in his mind. You yeah. know, so it could if he convinces himself that he has good luck, then you know, it'll all turn around, I guess. Right. Um, so they sit down and Rocco and have her open good ones again. <laughs> and Filbert just starts ripping through like bags of fortune cookies. Yeah. And they're all the same, <laughs> same fortune he got before. And it's kind of one of those classic animation things where he's going through it so fast. Yeah. At first I was going to count for stray observations how many of the same one yeah. he read. So I was like, one, two, three. And then it just like motors. Yeah. He's just tearing them through. Uh, but the same one over and over. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was, that was a pretty good uh, gag, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Um, so finally, like, Heifer seems like he's got a great idea to, like, fix Filbert's bad luck. Um, so the next <laughs> next we see Filbert on the Mega Spin show, finally, and he's covered in, like, good luck charms. <laughs> yeah, he has um, four-leaf clovers, uh, like, golden horseshoes, yeah. rabbit feet. Yeah. Uh, and I particularly enjoyed that because it seemed, it was Heifer's idea and it seemed like perfectly like that would be Heifer's yeah. idea just to cover him in like junk. Yeah. Uh, like the simplest thing you could kind of come up with yeah. to combat this. Um, so finally he spins the wheel and the wheel just goes on like a destruction. Uh, yeah. In the, in the studio audience before he spins the wheels, pretty much every victim that has come across Filbert. Yeah. Yeah, so they're all kind of heckling and booing, and uh, there's a gigantic wheel where almost every space is a loss, and there's one win. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, but the wheel comes loose or whatever, yeah. and uh, just destroys the <laughs> world, pretty yeah. much. You get that um, exterior shot of, like, the world just being, just torn apart. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and a really great, like, over-the-top, um, everything's falling apart thing, which I think Rocco does a few times throughout the series. Yeah. Um, but I really like that. But maybe one of the most surreal moments is when the they kind of go to the opening credits, like the wheel is going down the street, and uh, it yeah, looks yeah. like the opening credits of Rocco. Yeah, interesting. And, and meanwhile, during this, Filbert's sitting there with his eyes closed, so he's not <laughs> aware that this is happening. <laughs> yeah. and he's repeating something, I can't remember what. But. Yeah, a, a perfect, yeah, that's like a perfect, uh, embodies Filbert in the perfect yeah. way that like this destruction's happening but he's unaware. Yeah. Um so finally the wheel comes back, somehow comes back perfectly <laughs> to where it left and yeah. lands on the wind space. <laughs> and so after all, he is Mr. <laughs> Lucky. <laughs> um uh, and it's so, a I thought it was a very satisfying conclusion. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> um yeah. Yeah. Um I think the episode was pretty, like, almost pretty simple. When I went back over it, I was like, wow, this story's not, like, that complicated. It's just, like, a couple steps from beginning to end. Yeah. Um, but somehow it was all pretty funny, I think, and held up. I mean, I didn't yeah. feel like it was missing anything, really. Yeah, I thought the hook of the guy <laughs> making the fortune cookies was great. Yeah. The ending was really well done, and the middle of just the bad luck was really fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was kind of a tight episode. Any thoughts? Um, yeah, I mean, this is like one of my favorite 
Rock oh, really? Episodes. Yeah. Like I even mean, one of the ones that just sticks in my mind constantly. Oh. <laughs> I mean, usually I'm thinking about it whenever I open Fortune Cookies. <laughs> I always thought it was so just funny that it was uh, sort of, I don't know, just, you know, the worst thing out of something that's supposed to be so simple and yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, have, you, have you ever, do you remember ever getting, like, kind of a negative fortune cookie? I don't know about negative, but yeah. I've definitely gotten some, like, really weird ones that make no sense. So abstract that you're not <laughs> sure whether it's, like, yeah. <laughs> this could be negative. Yeah. yeah, and the grammar might be, like, a little, uh, like, just off enough to where I can't tell what the original, like, thought yeah. was behind yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but I've always liked them. It's yeah. always been pretty fun. Then the cookies themselves never really did it for me. <laughs> they're, they can be a little you know, better miss. Sometimes they're, they're better. Than yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, there's always the problem now. I felt this might just be in my head, but when I was little, it really felt like fortunes. And now I feel sometimes when you open them, they're not fortunes as much as they are uh, advice or just comments yeah <laughs> or, uh the, i got one not a long time ago that was a wayne gretzky quote <laughs> <laughs> um it's actually on my fridge at, <laughs> fridge at home i i wrote i didn't say wayne gretzky but i knew it was a gretzky quote so i just did the little under wayne gretzky um <laughs> so yeah i mean there's only so many options before i guess you're gonna I have guess. to get this <laughs> I mean, really it seems like an unlimited thing yeah you know? do you think that that's someone's job well, I mean, somebody must have come up with them. Uh, however, I have looked up weird ones before, uh -huh. like on Google, and it turns out that people have gotten the same ones. So there oh, must sure. be... Uh, there's got to be a template somewhere, and they <laughs> yeah. just print them and <laughs> cut it in parts. And Yeah. Yeah, you would think it's... Like, all around the world, they have the exact same fortunes. Yeah. And now they're starting to get a little fancier. They have the... Uh, uh, Chinese translations on the back. Yeah. And, uh, lucky numbers. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Lucky numbers. I think they've always said those. Yeah. They seem okay. familiar. Yeah. Anyway. Um. <laughs> do you guys need another fortune cookie or you, uh, do, you doing okay? I think I'm all right. <laughs> all right. Um, well, maybe, maybe before we end, I'll, okay. I'll take one more. Okay. Sure. Um, so uh, why don't we talk about some bios from this episode? Um, and and um, trivia and yeah. ratings and strategy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's hear the, <laughs> let's hear the Hi, this is Bios, Trivia, Ratings, and Stray Observations. All right. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, I picked for this episode Mr. Lawrence mm. to look at. Yeah. He uh, is Filbert's voice, and he also is Plankton's voice on SpongeBob. Yeah. Um, and even more interesting, I think, is that he directed 18 episodes of Rocco, and he co-wrote 52 episodes of Spongebob, 19 episodes of Rocco, and co-wrote the uh, upcoming Static Cling special. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, uh, there's not many of these guys that I run across that have done the directing and writing and are actually a voice on the show. Yeah. Or act on the show. It know? seems like there's a ton of crossover, though, between Rocco and Spongebob. Yeah. Pretty much, if you worked on one, you're yeah. in some way associated with yeah. the other two. And they do have similar-ish humor, I think. Yeah. Um, cool. Mr. So, Mr. Lawrence is yeah. uh, <laughs> such a cool name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
so as always, I did the production side. Uh, the director of this episode is uh, pretty well known around the Nickelodeon parts. His name is Steven Hillenberg, uh, mm. who is the creator of SpongeBob. And he also helped write the story on Fortune Cookie. <clears throat> so, like I said, pretty much if uh, something is SpongeBob, it's Steven Hillenberg. Mm. Um, he created it. He's associated with everything with it. Um, but as far as Rocco goes, he uh, helped direct 20 episodes of Rocco. Uh, he wrote three and contributed on the story on eight of them. Hmm. And it seems like on Rocco, there's less of... there. They have head writers, but pretty much it seems like story's the big thing. If yeah. you contributed to the story, that's where you get your credit. Uh, there was a couple other people on the story, two other people. Tim Hill uh, also contributed. He uh, was part of 27 Rocco stories, head writer on five of them. Uh, he did 17 segments of Kablam. Um, he helped write the SpongeBob movie. Um, he was a developer on the SpongeBob series and has written 11 SpongeBob episodes. Huh. So these guys must be kind of like a pack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just just travel <laughs> together. There's also Marco Hare. Uh, he did the story on Rocco's Modern Life. Um, he wrote 12 Dexter's Laboratory episodes, um, and he has written over 20 SpongeBob episodes. So huh. um, all shows that I liked over the years yeah and have kind of a common thread of humor the humor yeah. I think is a common thread in all those shows yeah. uh, and i love dexter's lab that yeah. won't come up i guess because <laughs> we're not talking about cartoon network but uh great show yeah yeah it's really very good, good. <laughs> yeah. so that's bios shall we move on to trivia sure i just have one little thing that i picked up on um the Yen O Ching restaurant, I assume, is was named for like the I Ching, the, yeah, the uh, Chinese divination book. Mm-hmm. Um, that's you know, that's a that's cool. all. It's like a, I mean, same theme. That book w- along kind of with the uh, like superstitious type mm. idea. Okay. okay, so I assume that's what they were going for. <laughs> uh, I my trivia was something I just lifted offline. Uh, so not a lot of heart behind it, but (laughs) during the destruction scene, uh, the O-Town scene from the opening sequence, uh, there's a couple differences. Rocco, Spunky, and Heifer are not shown running. Filbert is just smiling instead of grinning. Uh, the Chameleon Brothers have switched places. Bev looks to the left rather than at the toaster. Hmm. Uh, and the theme song is played at the beginning, uh, rather than at the end. Hmm. Uh, so they just, I guess they could have just taken the opening sequence and kind of yeah. changed some things around, but it seems like they actually like reanimated it for the episode, which is kind of cool. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. They did that also for the uh, preview for the upcoming thing. Right. The redoing of the yeah, <laughs> static sequence. Statically, yeah. Hmm. Did you watch that, that uh, uh, preview? I don't think so. Hmm. hmm. Well, it looks pretty good, I think. Yeah, I'm gonna have you'll to have to now. You'll have to get back to us. Yeah. <laughs> um, so going along with that, they announced last month that um, there's going to be a new Rocco's Modern Life comic book series uh, oh. coming out this December. Oh. Um, so the I think the first one's already done. Uh, they posted the picture, and it looks and the animation looks newer. I mean, they've yeah. hired new people, um, but uh, yeah. It's kind of That's pretty cool. Kind of exciting. Uh, we we had mentioned previously on our uh, Rugrats First Doug episode that there's also uh, this month a new Rugrats comic book coming out. So oh, and by oh, the same company. Yeah, yeah. So 
Uh, you guys can look for that. I do like the comics a lot mm-hmm. on uh, that were based on some of these old shows. I think like the writers on the comic books did are often a really good job of like recreating the stories from the shows. So it always felt like a really good extension of it. Yeah, to me. I yeah totally agree. Um, I did you was there a comic when you were little you really liked of the Nickelodeon shows? Um. Of the Nickelodeon, I think the only ones that I had were Ren and Stimpy and yeah. Rocco. Yeah, those were the only Which were ones. both really good. I mean, yeah. I liked them a lot. Yeah. I was a big fan of the... Re- Even though I didn't love the show, I liked the Ren and Stimpy comics a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But, okay. It's interesting. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sh- so then let's move on to Stray Observations. Do you want to start us off? Did you? What did you? Uh, <laughs> I have. I've got a few. Okay. Um, for one, you mentioned the fortune cookie factory at the beginning. Yeah. Um, it specifically says FCI, fortune cookie Inc. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I had to go back and check just because I noticed yeah. it. Um, I know you mentioned uh, you sort of see a bunch of the townspeople in audience of the game show at the oh, end. Yeah. yeah. I just thought it was funny that they showed up all main. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That Some have funny. like casts. Yeah, and, and like uh, you said they were they booed him. <laughs> 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 it's like they specifically went there just to... <laughs> um, another thing I was curious about or noticed was that uh, at the very beginning they the game show host shows up at his like trailer or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, he says, let's knock on the door or whatever. And there's a bunch of, like, animals. Like I don't know. buzzards or something yeah. on the roof. Yeah. yeah. But they all have giant mallets. <laughs> and they, they destroy his motorhome or whatever. Or his yeah, brother. that was a funny touch. And uh, But I thought it was very interesting that at the end, you know, they said, like, you're going to win a new home. Yeah. And then they lift up this, like, cardboard or, you know, <laughs> other home. And it's, yeah. and it's basically his, his <laughs> yeah. It just yeah. seemed like a real setup to me. Yeah. They didn't have a real, they didn't go out and get a real prize. They had this trailer and decided, yeah. oh, we'll go find somebody that's got this. So he ends up really back at the place he started. At the, yeah. Which is, know. which is after all, 100% like a Rocco's Modern yeah. Life thing that totally. uh, no matter how good things are going, you're probably going to end up where you started. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just had one more here. Um, when I thought it was kind of funny because when he first reads the bad luck fortune mm-hmm. um you know it says uh bad luck and misfortune and then when they go oh. back to the restaurant the second time it's uh they really pile it on there with the bad <laughs> luck and it says uh bad luck and extreme misfortune oh. huh. huh so, so yeah so they actually almost, upped the end yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so oh yeah, it, it didn't even occur to me until just now that was it supposed to be like when he opened all those bad ones that he was getting like more bad luck for every one that he was opening? I guess that's possible <laughs> if if you believe in fortune yeah, cookies. Yeah, <laughs> maybe he was thinking though, like the bad luck's just piling up. Yeah, and it resulted in the wheel like going out of control. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't things. Know. Yeah, no, no, no. It's a good theory. <laughs> Put that in your book of theories. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. okay. Um, yeah, I noticed uh, Jamie's House of Mirrors right. was the uh, shop that Filbert destroyed. Um, Filbert's good luck was three rabbit feet, 
three four-leaf clovers and four horseshoes. Mm -hmm. I don't know if there's any significance to that. Um, the Mega Spin show was on Public Access Channel 98. <laughs> <laughs> um... The random images, like when the wheel was destroying things. No. Those include. Did you notice no, this? No, no. I don't yeah. think so. Yeah. Uh, those included a guy screaming over a dead fly in his soup, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a rooster crowing, a hand squeezing a weenie, as they're labeled, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a traffic light changing. And I think, like, the sound of, like, a car crashing, you know, yeah. behind it. Um, a, can of pop, a can of pop being stopped by a foot. <laughs> um, a can and plate of lima beans. A mushroom cloud. A building, a building like, crumbling. Um, and canoes crashing together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that these are the apocalyptic events yeah. that he's causing. <laughs> yeah. Rock was really good at those, like, random... Ridiculous images. Yeah, yeah. I imagine um, that would have been fun too as an artist, just to be like, yeah. come up with something <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. So that's those are my oh, the very, things that I noticed. Very good. <laughs> um, well, I'm gonna put your knowledge to the test here. Mm. Uh, the opening title card. Did you happen to take note of what it's a picture of behind the title? Uh, yeah, I think so. Did you? Did you, um, you mean like the? It, the it says fortune cookie, but there's yeah. always a picture behind yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I made note of that. And? <laughs> and it was uh, Filbert, like, as if he was a fortune cookie. Yeah. I mean, he's on a plate with, like, right. chopsticks. Yeah. But he's cracked in half. And exactly. Yeah. I pretty, thought that was pretty a pretty good, good one. Yeah. yeah, they're very good at those uh, title cards. I mean, yeah. Whatever, like, slight difference they have in, like, the art style, like, the cover cards, like, always look really cool. Like, yeah. comic book cover, sort of. Yeah, For like, sure. they're really painted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Heifer, both Heifer and Rocco received good fortunes uh, mm. so Rocco's two fortunes in the episode were you are generous and forthright in your affairs and his other one was you're an optimist in heart and in practice and Heifer's fortunes were indulge your fantasies, love and romance await and his other one was enjoy the lighter things in life deeper joys will follow <laughs> yeah. uh, so um, and That's then weird. No, those are good fortunes. I it just, it, I was just thinking, like, obviously this episode was supposed to be, to me, like, uh, like Rocco and Heifer are just kind of, like, more lighthearted, and Filbert's <laughs> whole character is, like, this neurotic, Intense. constantly, like, worrying about yeah. everything. Yeah, this would have to happen to Filbert, yeah. because Heifer wouldn't care at all, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Rocco would maybe just shrug it off. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And then the last one I had was, did you note... How many spaces were on the wheel? Um, oh, man, no. There was a lot. <laughs> one win out of... I, don't know. Uh, I did my best to count. Uh, there was 33 spots for a loss and one spot for a win, yeah. so 34 spots, yeah. uh, which gave him a 3% three, 3 chance at winning. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, not so bad. I yeah, guess. not as bad as it looks. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, people, this is the only podcast where you're getting this kind of detailed <laughs> breakdown of Rocco's modern life. <laughs> oh, boy, sad stuff. Okay, so finally, uh, let's do ratings. Um, for this episode, IMDb gave it an 8.4. Mm. Uh, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then TV.com gave it an 8.7. So, okay. um, hi higher range for Rocco, but not 
not the best, yeah. according to them. Okay, well, I went with a 3.5 Krebs stars. Okay. Um, I really like the episode a lot. I think I was judging it against, like, all the other Rocco episodes, kind of, in my head. So, it's, like, toward the better episodes, but maybe closer to the middle than a lot of them for me. Okay. But I, I liked it. I think it was just the simple story that um, kind of held it back a little bit for mm-hmm. me. I mean, it was good. Like, they did it really well. It was just, like, so straightforward and simple. It was really one thing happened. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. You, so upper middle to you. Yeah. All right. Um, I gave it four. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, this is like for whatever reason one of the ones that I like always remember <laughs> yeah. from Rocco. Uh, yeah, I don't know something about like sort of being almost like a downer type of <laughs> like just playing it up and it's like fun for for the subject matter. I guess yeah. it's just yeah. interesting. And it does have that thing like you said when you open a fortune cookie if you. If it sticks in your head, then you can kind of always associate the episode. Like, it doesn't ever leave your head because throughout your life you're always opening a fortune yeah. cookie. Yeah. Uh, so it gives you that thing to kind of, like, hold on to. And I think they sort of play up some of the, um, some of that, like, superstition that people have. Yeah. Like, at, you know, when they first open them, uh, Filbert doesn't want to read it. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like, if you didn't read it out loud, then it's like, uh, yeah, <laughs> <bring> it. <laughs> but they just like tackle him and make him read Yeah, it that's a whole aspect we didn't even talk about, that the, the first time around, Filbert yeah. refuses to read the fortune. <laughs> yeah, because that would make him not Mr. Lucky. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with Alex. I gave it four mm. out of five. I think it's one of the, it's not my favorite Rocco, but it's to me more towards the upper side. I think there's... Even, I don't know why, I love that opening sequence with the guy making the fortune cookies, really, really big man's nipples flying everywhere (laughs) is very funny, Uh, and then um, the the whole wheel segment, so it felt like there was enough moments that, like, really stood out, and uh, even just the segments at the Chinese restaurant, where it's just the three of them in the booth... I mean, that's the heart of Rocco there, and I feel like that was a great segment to kind of encapsulate uh, each character. Yeah. It was good. I could have used a little more of that, I think. Yeah. Yeah. The I do really like the interplay between those three characters. I love when they're, like, kind of stuck together. For sure. And I wish... uh, One thing I wish for the episode is I wish Filbert had a uh, a little more time as famous... Because I really like when Filbert's feeling good about himself. Yeah. Just just that little touch of him signing the little kid's head. Yeah. Uh, is, uh, I think those are some of the funnier moments when Filbert's feeling good. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's, he's more often than not not feeling good. Yeah. I do love how over the top he is about it. Like, yeah. Real he's cocky. Like, got those real high highs yeah. and low lows. Yeah. You know? So that's um, great. Yeah. So, um, okay. This episode also... Um, had i don't know if you've seen this but a similar episode of upright citizens brigade hmm um oh yeah the fortune, co- bed, fortune bed. cookie yeah <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah matt walsh's character keeps getting it's no matter what with in bed it's depressing <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah. no so, yeah that's what i thought of one other just sort of random specific detail that i thought was funny i don't know if you guys paid attention to this but when he's typing out the fortune cookies at the beginning, and he find and he, you know he's saying these out loud while he's typing them, ripping them off. <laughs> um, but as soon as he's like done typing the misfortune one, you just see him like 
stop and pause and like this like <laughs> thousand yard stare uh, for like a few seconds. Yeah. <laughs> As if he knows what he's just done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh well. Yeah. Rips it off anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's it's that rule of, you know, nine for them, one for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is great. Um Okay, and before we wrap up, I there was one YouTube comment I liked, so quick, yeah. a very quick, what would YouTube comment do? What would YouTube comments do? Uh, so on a video that was just a, it's a, I think, three second video of really, really big man's nipples just flying around, uh, uh, JG commented, uh, that moment has always been the weirdest part of my childhood. <laughs> and then someone replied to him, that is weird, but the weirdest was his nipples when they came out and when they went into Rocco's eyes, what were they smoking? <laughs> uh, so just kind of echoing that sentiment of, yeah, um, very surreal and, uh, yeah, yeah. A little almost stepping over the line. But it's weird because, like, as a kid, I feel like I almost never, never entered my mind as being that weird. Yeah. I just accepted it. Like, this is, okay, this is a cartoon and weird (laughs) things are happening. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you need that kind of perspective as an adult to go, Yeah, that wasn't right. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's extra odd, too, he's wearing this, like, leotard type of thing. (laughs) Right. And somehow he manages to, like, just squeeze so hard that his nipples actually just... (laughs) burst out of there yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's great <laughs> well uh i think a very fun episode yeah. um you know I, even though it's friday the 13th today i think filbert proves that you even if you seem like you're maybe having some bad luck in the end things can work out yeah <laughs> <laughs> and you know you might again. be really causing a lot of it in the Just wake by... of your destruction <laughs> you could be okay yeah <laughs> Good. Uh, well, yeah. uh, what are we doing next week for episode 26? Well, next week we'll be talking about one of my favorite subjects, the top five episodes of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah. With um, We'll talk about this in between, but maybe we can leave a little r- wiggle room for top six. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm struggling. <laughs> yeah, it's been a challenge. Yeah. It's been a real challenge. Uh, and I think um, Melissa and Kevin are joining us for that yeah. episode. So. Yeah, you get four of us. Yeah. <laughs> How exciting. Wow. Yeah. Um, cool. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, you can contact us at on Twitter at BOC Podcast. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram at Orange Couch Podcast. Uh, but the best way to get a hold of us is at um, orangecouchpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can hear us on Podbean. You can hear us on iTunes. You can leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, or best yet, you can just tell a friend. So, well, should we have uh, one last fortune? I think we should find out what's <laughs> going to happen to us, or what is happening. I guess. I That's really hope one maybe. of these is negative. <laughs> <laughs> I love the sound of the cookie cr- cracking in half. <laughs> it's a great, great sound. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, good news! Good news <laughs> will be brought to you by mail. Huh. Oh. That's that's good as far uh, as I'm concerned. That's really ex- I mean really exciting. You're going to get mail. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I can't wait. It says uh the time is right to make new friends. Uh-oh. Mm. Huh. 
What? What's that <laughs> say about your old friends? <laughs> Just why not? Friend, yeah. More friends all around. Okay, I'm choosing to see the bad sides. Um, <laughs> and mine says, the only good is knowledge, and the only evil, ignorance. Oh. Has the word evil in it. Oh. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah, it does. Well, on that note. Let's leave, yeah, let's uh, leave it with that, that, I guess. Thanks for coming, Al. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's, it's been fun. great. Yeah. Cool. Till next time.